My name is Juliet, and I am a QHHT Level 1 practitioner. And today, I'd like to start off talking about the topic of grief. Grief is liberating. It forces us to bring our pain into our present moments and to the only thing that exists, which is the now. When grief comes in waves, when we least expect it, we are forced to deal with it. Some handle grief well. Others, not so much. Grief is an emotion that is easy to suppress. It tricks us by using distractions to convince us that we are no longer held hostage by it. Grief reminds us that love once held the bonds that a trauma seemingly broke. Sometimes the ego successfully convinces us that love ceases to exist when a trauma, such as a physical death or abuse or even divorce, occurs. I don't believe this to be true. Love is an all powerful energy. It never disappears, but changes form, just like all other emotions. However, when emotions such as grief get stuck inside our bodies and are not resolved properly, they begin to manifest themselves in our physical bodies, causing toxicity, decay, illness, etc. So how does one resolve this negative energy, this grief, and remove it out of our bodies? Before I discuss one particular tool that you can use, let's first discuss ways that hinder this type of progress and resolution. The first is substance abuse. Alcohol and drugs are a few more mainstream examples of tools that people use to numb grief or trauma. How many times have you felt like you needed a drink after a long, stressful day? I'm guessing it happens more often than you care to admit. Substances that alter your brain and body chemistry do so at the expense of your mental health. It'll always be your choice to decide if you wish to continue down that path or seek an alternative, which will help you deal with the grief and all the other negative emotions that continue to be suppressed by these distractions. Another thing that can hinder progress, another action that can hinder progress, is overeating. From an early age, as children we are exposed to different foods and different ways of finding comfort in our lives. 
Some people have been taught to use food as a tool to distract us from feeling and dealing with our emotions. And that may cause overeating. It may also cause the other extreme, which is anorexia or bulimia, or many other types of techniques that the mind, that the ego uses to distance itself from dealing with the trauma. Now, you may be hearing uh, me use the word ego and the mind. When I'm talking about the ego, I'm talking about what is typically referred to as the, the left brain, the part of our human selves that stores and uh, expresses all of our negative emotions, such as sadness, grief, anger, jealousy, uh, hate. All of those emotions are coming from our mind, and it's used for our survival. And this is something that I tell my clients as well at the beginning of, of, all, of um, all of these sessions, is that the majority of humans on this earth are living with a disharmony, where their egos, the left side of the brain, has taken over all decision-making, leading to so many unresolved traumas in the body. What we're trying to do, what I'm trying to do, even with this, even with this recording about grief, is to remind you that you can create harmony and balance in your life once again by learning how to balance and control and discipline your emotions, your ego, and also acknowledging that it exists and it is there for a reason and a purpose. The, uh, we, that we are not seeking to destroy anything, but to allow the right side of our brain, also known as our intuition, our direct connection to the source of the universe, or God, whatever you want to call it, so that there's harmony and balance, not only in your spirit and your soul, but in your body as well. And when there is disharmony, that's where illnesses come in. That's where discomfort and pain comes in. So, grief. We come back to grief. And for some reason... That word keeps popping up in my head to the point where I have to make this recording so that at least one person, apart from me, hears this and knows that they are not alone in dealing with their grief. You are not the first person to deal with grief, and you are certainly not the last. But how you deal with it is solely your choice. Every emotion that you deal with is your choice. Every decision you make, regardless of your background, regardless of your experience, is your choice. So, I spoke about substance abuse, I spoke about overeating. Those are two 
of the more obvious ways that our ego, that our left brain, seeks to distract us. Now, I can go on and on and on about different ways that we can be distracted. It could be overworking, um, really any type of action that helps suppress your emotions is one that is also distracting you at the same time. So instead of focusing on more of those actions, I wanted to bring forth a tool that I give my clients to use to deal with any trauma or any abuse that pops up as memories. If you're sitting down somewhere and you're in the silence, which many people tend to avoid, let's say, for example, a certain memory, a painful memory, comes up, and we're going to focus on grief. So let's say a memory of a deceased relative comes up. Now, you have a choice once that memory plays out in your mind. Are you going to feel the emotions? Or are you going to suppress them and distract yourself with, let's say, alcohol? Which will you choose? If you choose to resolve this grief and this pain that remains hidden in your body, what you're going to do is you're going to relive the memory. And instead of numbing down the emotions that come by reliving that memory, you're going to feel all of the emotions fully. If that means you need to cry, then you cry. If that means you have to yell, then you yell. You feel all of the grief completely. And once that is done, what you're going to do is you're going to focus on creating a bubble. You're going to visualize putting those negative emotions, so the grief and the pain, the anger and the sadness and the, the hatred and the jealousy, whatever those negative emotions are, you're going to visualize putting them into this bubble. And you're going to do this with your eyes closed. It'll help you visualize this. Now this bubble can be any color. For purposes of this demonstration, you can choose your most favorite color. And if you don't have a favorite color, you can choose the color green. Now this bubble, it'll start growing from your heart. Now I chose the color green for those who don't have a favorite color because the color green is associated with the heart chakra. Green is also associated with healing. Whatever color you'd like, you can use it, because the color does not matter. The color really represents peace and ultimate healing. So the next step, as you continue to visualize placing all of those negative emotions within this bubble, the bubble will grow and get bigger and bigger and bigger. 
and once it has been completely filled up, you can visualize it leaving your body outside of your, your space, let's say outside of whatever room you are in, visualize it floating away, and then it will dissipate out into the universe, never to return again. The more often you employ this technique, the lighter you will start to feel. This type of visualization technique is most effective when you are ready and willing to do the work. Because our subconscious, so that is our, our right side of the brain, our higher selves, our intuition, whatever you'd like to call it, the label doesn't matter. Our subconscious will always be sending us certain memories. And it does this so that those memories can be resolved. Once the memories do not make you feel any negative emotion, then you are ready to move on to the next memory. And this will be part of your healing journey as you continue and move forward in your life and in your life path. This is one of many techniques and tools that I use myself and that I also provide to my clients. I offer quantum healing hypnosis technique sessions. And during the interview portion of this session, those are one of the things that I, I have uh, the clients practice so that they know how to use it how to employ it after the session takes place because this can be used for the rest of your life. We are always learning how to heal ourselves and I hope to those who listen that this will be one of those tools that you can use should you choose to to help you resolve any lingering grief or any other negative emotion that comes up. So, to end, to end this recording, allow yourself to think of someone whom you, whom you have lost. It could be a recent loss. It can be a loss from your childhood, from your teenage years. Somebody who was close to you, who made an impact in your life, who you miss. And think about that grief. Think about how that grief has always been stored in your body. And how it continues to affect you. Now for those of you who just feel love and peace, then that issue has been resolved. Be proud of yourself for learning how to resolve it. However, there is always more work to do on ourselves. Should you choose to learn more about the work that I do, 
you may always reach me at my website. That is qhhtjuliet.com. qhhtjuliet.com. Wishing you peace and harmony.